this is Joe's Corner 76. I'll be commenting on issues that affect the human condition. To change the human condition, we need to be engaged. I would like to hear from you. Red Star Rising, China On October 8, 1970, Chinese diplomats reached an agreement with the Canadian delegation on the terms of establishing diplomatic relations. Official diplomatic relations began with Canada when we recognized the People's Republic of China as the official government of China and we suspended relations with Taiwan, which was a democracy. This relationship began and it brought the Chinese communists out of isolation and it was a way for other Western governments to establish ties and for the Chinese to get a seat at the UN and other unilateral groups that paved the way for their growth. What has this meant for Canada? It's time past. Canada has given more to China and it's seen less respect. You know, if we look at the rest of our citizens, the COVID-19 fiasco and the threats and actions to our agricultural product deals and the spying and theft of intellectual property and harassment of Canadian citizens of Chinese origin, we need to look carefully at our relationship and what we need to do to change it. Here are a few of the ways that Canada has aided the Chinese in the past. We poured millions of dollars of tax mirrors money into China through the Canadian International Development Agency and through various UN and international agencies. Canada helped China develop its scientific and technology programs in the 1980s by bringing Chinese scientists and engineers to Canada for training and sending Canadian specialists to help improve higher Chinese education. We sold them nuclear reactors and helped them develop their infrastructure. Bill Clinton and Jean Chrétien backed China's joining the World Trade Organization in 2001 and sold it to the WTO with the belief that China's inclusion would link the Chinese economy closer to Western economies. It would turn the regime towards allowing more freedom for the Chinese people and establish the rule of law. This has never happened. The Chinese regime was on the way to boosting its economy. It helped to maintain years of trade imbalances with many countries, including Canada. China was able to build up its foreign reserves while costing millions of jobs in Canada and the US. To get an idea of the imbalance in 2018, the Chinese US imbalance was 380 billion US dollars, while Canada's was 40 billion. The Chinese do not offer the same advantages to foreign players. These countries want a level playing deal field and are asking the Chinese for equal treatment. Canada invested $250 million 
in the Chinese government's vanity project, the Asian Infrastructure Bank, a multilateral development bank to rival the World Bank and the Asian Development Bank. This made no sense on the part of the Canadian government. China scorns our legal system, pressures our economy, and is trying to use its influence to make us bow to them. We need to understand the Chinese government, the Communist Party, and their push for world domination, so Canada can get itself out of their orbit, realign itself with trading partners who trade fairly, and who respect human rights and the rule of law. Let's review a few facts about this goal. What are the avowed goals of the Chinese government? By 2050, China plans on being the number one superpower in both the economic and military spheres. This will be accomplished by the build-up of the military and through economic policies. Their aim is to become number one in the technology field by whatever means possible. This includes cybercrime, people stealing technology from the countries they work in, using people and industrial espionage. They do not recognize copyright laws, so they have no problem stealing intellectual property from anyone. Chinese companies are obligated to report to the Chinese government. Sensitive data can be passed on this way. This means in essence they are not totally subject to the laws of the jurisdictions they operate in. The Huawei controversy is a prime example. All of our major allies have declined to use Huawei as a supplier of 5G technology in view of the security risk. Canada is yet to make a decision on this. We lost Nortel through the Canadian government not doing anything when their networks were infiltrated. Immediately after Nortel, Huawei was born. Don't you find this convenient? The Chinese military are building up their armed forces at an escalating rate. Their military spending increased by 83% between 2009 and 2018. It could be argued that in view of the lower Chinese expenses, they spend more on their military than U.S. when their purchasing power is taken into account. For the first time in decades, the U.S. does not possess an advantage on the world stage. The change in the technology and new adversaries mean the U.S. must innovate and spend to maintain the dominance in the military might against an aggressive China. China aims to complete military modernization by 2035 and make the People's Liberation Army into a world-class military by 2049 through both modernization as well as structural 
and command changes. China has an aggressive foreign policy. They are increasing their military presence in their backyard. There is a campaign to control the waterways off China's coast and regional energy supplies. They are creating a chain of bases and logistical facilities to be able to project their military power. They have become involved in the Arctic and with the Northwest Passage becoming open all year, this could affect Canadian sovereignty. They are claiming Taiwan as an integral part of China and in the long term they may take it by force. They are the biggest foreign aid givers in Africa. They will deal with any type of government as long as they get a return on their investment. Their aim is to turn Africa into a world power in their orbit. Chinese acquisition of media outlets, use of international organizations, setting up so-called friendship groups in various countries, and direct intimidation of the Chinese in various countries are all efforts to destabilize democracy. The Chinese economy is the world's largest, with the U.S. being the second largest. This led, has led to tariffs and trade strife. There will be continual pressure on the U.S. and the free world to combat this. Canada has been affected by this in a significant way, and we need to find alternate trading partners. The U.S. owes China a large debt. The Chinese do own a lot of U.S. debt. If the U.S. defaulted on its debts, there would be an economic meltdown. China wants its currency, the yuan, to replace the U.S. dollar as the world's global currency. This would give it more control over the world economy. It could happen if various steps occurred in the world economy. Time will tell. One of the secrets of the pharmaceutical industries is that the vast amount of raw materials that go into prescription drugs are produced overseas, mostly in China and India. Most of Canada's generic drugs are by affected by this, and China uses its clout to deny us some medicines and vaccines, and they wouldn't hesitate to sell medicines we have contracted for to the highest bidder. Canada needs to produce more crucial medications at home and use suppliers instead of China, like India, which is a fellow democracy. This also goes for personal protective equipment. China is always on the lookout to buy resource companies. To help China's growth, the government has been amassing natural resources in North America and riskier areas like Africa and Venezuela. In North America, Chinese companies have mainly focused on taking stakes in energy, energy companies rather than buying them. Canada 
has to be wary of these practices to protect our energy security and economic independence. All Canadians need to be aware of what's at stake and what we can lose if we don't dare this threat. It's your future. I would like to hear from you. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Joe's Corner 76. You can hear me on Anchor FM, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and YouTube at Joe's Corner 76. I would love to hear from you.